0: live from Methuen Community Studios.
1: Good evening everyone and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have a take or comment feel free to call in by dialing 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Happening in the past week of sports the Atlanta Braves won the World Series in six games last week against the Houston Astros last week the Boston Celtics won two out of their three games they beat the Orlando Magic last Wednesday 92 to 79 then beat the Miami Heat Thursday night 95 to 78 but then we'll lose to the Dallas Mavericks in a close game Saturday 107 to 104. they'll play the Raptors Wednesday night the Bucks on Friday night and the Cavaliers on. Saturday night. In the news today revolving uh, around uh, the the Boston uh, Celtics it is that the Celtics are engaged in conversation with the 76ers for a trade of Ben Simmer, Simmons. Rumor is the 76ers want Jalen Brown in the deal. Not sure if uh, Boston wants to include him or not, but they are talking. they are in conversations. Uh, to keep you up to date Simmons contract is thirty three million this year thirty five point five next and then thirty eight and forty point five after so lots of money to be handed out to to uh, Ben Simmons if uh, the Celtics do decide uh to bring him over here uh to Boston I personally would love to see that happen uh but it's a long way out and you know I Get, get rid of Jalen Brown I don't know but you know you can you can all call in and, and give me your takes uh, about that. but it's nice to hear that the Celtics are in uh, are in trade talks that they are at least in the conversation about it. Uh, and I guess we'll just have to follow the situation uh, closely. Uh, so we'll come back to that later on in the show. Uh, moving on to NHL and the Boston Bruins. They beat the Red Wings last Thursday night 5-1. to And then lost to the Maple Leafs Saturday night 5-2. to They'll take on the Senators tomorrow night, the Oilers Thursday night, and the Devils on Saturday night. And a not so exciting of a Thursday night game last week. The uh, Indianapolis Colts beat the New York Jets 45-30. to Moving on to uh, some Sunday games, the New England Patriots continue their winning streak beating the Carolina Panthers 20, uh, 24 to 6 yesterday, improving to a 5 and 4 above 500 record. A good game overall for the uh, whole team. The defense uh, looked a lot better I thought, uh, and the only part of the team that I was not satisfied with uh, was the offensive line not protecting our quarterback, uh, Mac Jones. The Pats will take on the Browns this Sunday at home at uh, one o'clock. Uh, however, uh, Mac Jones has been in the news now uh, controversially the last uh, last day. Uh, word on the block now is that he is a quote unquote dirty player for grabbing the ankle of Panthers defender Brian Burns. Uh, it appears that you know Jones was on the ground and grabbed his ankle and twisted it. Players around uh, are saying it was a, uh, a dirty uh, play. So, Mac might have to keep his head up from uh, now on. Speculation is that a lot of defenders are going to remember that. So, uh, you know, watch out, Mac Jones, and hopefully uh, his offensive line uh, can uh, figure it out and protect him so these guys don't absolutely destroy him. Moving on to other uh, NFL teams and probably the biggest upset of the week, I'd say the Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer and rookie Trevor Lawrence took down the red hot Buffalo Bills yesterday, nine to six. Coming up on Monday night football tonight the Chicago Bears will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. On Thursday night football this week the Ravens will take on the Dolphins. In other NFL news from this week, Aaron Rodgers was out of yesterday's game due to testing positive for COVID-19 and would result in the Packers losing to the Chiefs 13 to 7. His status for Sunday's game is still questionable, but if cleared will play whether he practices this week or not. Happening in college football this week, the Boston College Eagles took down Virginia Tech 17 to 3 on Saturday NC state football took down Florida State this Saturday 28 to 14 Alabama beat LSU as well 20 to 14 the Clemson Tigers beat Louisville 30 to 24 Merrimack football beat Wagner this weekend 35- 26. Moving on to N A, uh, not N H L, but moving on to uh, college hockey, Merrimack hockey uh, lost at home Friday night against the B C Eagles four to one, but then rebounded and beat them at B C Saturday afternoon four to three. They'll play U Maine this weekend Friday and Saturday in Maine. Merrimack men's basketball will open up tomorrow night at Merrimack in the hockey rink. The school got a uh, special floor to go over the hockey rink, so that will definitely be a cool opening game for them, and uh, Merrimack uh, students can pack the crowd uh, and pack the stands uh, for that exciting game opener. Merrimack women's basketball will open up tomorrow night against Vermont in Vermont. Uh so anyways, that's gonna do it for my opening statement here on this Monday, November eighth. I'm gonna open up the phone line, so feel free to call in by dialing 978 301 That's nine seven eight three zero one six eight seven seven. We can talk the Patriots, talk Mac Jones possibly being a dirty player. Talk about Ben Simmons possibly coming uh to the Celtics, and if you would like the Celtics to trade Jalen Brown for that, or do you not like that? So anyways, feel free to call at 978-301-6877. You're listening to Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from the Community Studios. So, debriefing uh, yesterday's yesterday's game uh, with the Patriots. Uh, I I thought we looked I thought we looked really good uh, in all honesty and you know, I I think the defense uh, even looked good and that's something I haven't really said uh that much at all this this uh this year um you know I think the defense looked good against uh the bucks in that game but I think the defense looked pretty good in this game the only big thing to me that stood out was really uh that offensive line so that's something to uh to think about uh so it'll be interesting to see you know how this offensive line responds to to, uh, to this past game. Uh, so with that, let's go to uh, Ray from Methuen. Ray, go ahead.
2: Hey Harrison, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
2: Hey, no, no complaints. No complaints. I'm better
1: than I'm better than last week. Hopefully, I sound better than last week. Last week I was down pretty bad, but I'm uh, I'm I'm getting back there. I'm almost 100. percent
2: well, wow, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to listen last week, although I did call in. But uh, I, let's just start out with uh, the Ben Simmons trade. I I never liked him, and I always thought he wasn't a good teammate. So I'm not sure whether the new coach for the Celtics, and I can't even pronounce his name, Uh
1: Emo Doko you know, or something like that.
2: Yeah, and he came from he came from Philly, so I don't know if he has a special relationship with with Simmons or not. To trade to trade uh, Brown, eh, yeah, I guess I could I could uh, see that see that, but it all depends what other chips. Uh,
1: I mean, listen, I would rather see I would rather watch, you know I would rather see uh, Marcus Smart go. To be honest with you.
2: Yeah, but he's not going to bring in a Ben Simmons.
1: No, so, I I agree.
2: Right, and then would the three of them—Tatum, uh, Brown, and Simmons—would they be able to uh, coexist on the floor together? Uh, Smart already has come out and said that Tatum, Tatum, and Brown have to start passing the ball more, uh, so that the that the uh, Celtics would be more cohesive. I'd like, uh, uh, Smart's, I, I like Smart's defense. I mean, you know, he always comes up with the big play in a crucial uh, point. I don't like the fact that he likes to take those three-point shots. So six one half dozen of the other, but he's not going to bring Simmons from, from uh, Philly. So we, we can uh, forget about that. It's going to be Tatum, uh, not Tatum, but uh, Brown and, And let's see what else
1: but uh, I'm but I I I know you're not too excited you don't too. don't seem too excited about that but I am I I would be I'd be willing to have Ben Simmons come in he's a big man I'm willing to have him come in and 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 play for the Celtics you know I like the fact that he has that uh, relationship uh, you know with the coach from from the from previously you know I think he can work out well so maybe that's what the Celtics need and you know he's also somewhat of a veteran Uh, You know, he's been around the league, you know, a long enough time. Maybe he he can bring that in between him and uh, Al Horford.
2: Well, but Horford is on on the downside of his career. So I don't I don't know how they they could uh, co-exist either. You know, so now you're talking about uh, you're talking about Tatum, uh, Al Horford and Simmons. I don't know. I don't know if that, that that makes the right formula for the Celtics. Right now, the Celtics, I think they're in a learning phase with the new coach. So I'm going to give them that. uh, I'm going to give them that. Even though they're up and down, you know, they're learning what the new coach wants. And uh, hopefully they'll gel. And as the season progresses, they'll uh, be able to have a a decent uh, year. And uh, I'm sure, you know, it'll be a disaster if they don't make the playoffs but i would imagine that they would make make the playoffs so that, that
1: yeah i mean listen i don't that. even want to talk about that we're so early into the season i don't want to get uh, stressed out about whether or not the celtics are going to make the playoffs or not um yeah yeah i, I don't even no, want to you're, talk you're, about that
2: yeah you're right you're right about that uh but uh Uh, Looks like the uh, Red Sox are starting to uh, starting to put next year's team together right now uh, with the uh, uh, with J.D. Martinez not passing up his uh, option and I mean, who in their right mind would pass up a guaranteed $19 million to go out on, on free agency and see what the, you know, there comes a time when you have enough m- money, you don't need more to live on. Uh, so, so the $19 million, it, it, it's in hand. And I like J.D. Martinez. But they're going to have to get rid of Schwarbrick now. And Schwarbrick already has uh, said he didn't want to uh, pick up the option. He wants to try free agency. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with him in free agency. The same thing, I believe, with uh, Erod. Now he was somewhere in the uh, $10, $10 million dollar uh, area for for a pitcher. Not bad money. We work every f- fifth day, but uh, now he wants to try. I think to see what happens out out in uh, free agency. But I'm glad that uh, Jason, uh, not Jason Veritek, for goodness sake, uh, Vasquez is coming. <laughs> Is coming back as a catcher. I always liked him.
1: Christian catcher, Vasquez.
2: So. Christian, yeah. Boy. Well, I said Jason Veritek. I mean, that was close enough.
1: No, right? I'm not even entertaining no. that. Not even entertaining okay. that. Let's move away from the Red Sox. Talk to me about the uh, the Patriots.
2: Well, Patriot, you know, I've, I've seen that play a couple of times uh, on TV. And nothing is slowed down. It's it's basically on the uh, news broadcast as to uh, Jones being a dirty player, I couldn't pick it up. I couldn't pick it up uh, that, that he twisted the ankle or what have you, even though Burns – and he and Burns go back to high school. They were on opposing uh, high school teams. But I, I don't think there was any bl- bad blood between the two of them. I think it was just that he got sacked. He got strip-sacked, actually. Uh, we're talking about Jones. And Burns, I believe, was on top of him. Uh, there were a number of players on the ground. That's why I, I couldn't see definitively how how that was uh, coming down the pipe. But only time will tell what, whether or not that he, uh, Jones is a dirty player. I don't. I don't think he is. He seems to be a down to earth uh, guy. I don't think. Uh, he has that reputation coming out from, from, uh, college. As a matter of fact, I'm sure we would have heard about it when the Patriots uh, drafted him, that he was, he had a reputation as a dirty player in college. So I'm sure he didn't just move into the professional ranks and and become a dirty player all of a sudden, not uh, nine games into the season. So,
1: uh, I think, yeah, I, I think you know, I, just, I, I don't think he's a dirty baby. I, I agree with you, know? you. It's it's crybaby stuff. It, it's 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 the haters looking to hate. Um, and, you know, Mac Mac Jones was asked about it. He said, I didn't really know uh, exactly what was going on. I thought he had the ball. It was my job to try and make the tackle. I didn't mean to hurt anybody or anything. Uh, like that, and I truly believe that. I mean, he's not going to try. You know, he's trying to make. I, you know, you you could see he's trying to make the tackle. Uh, you know, in that instance, give it, give it everything he can, rather than just letting him go.
2: True, true. I, you know, you're down there in in the pile, and you know you've lost the ball. And if if this guy is moving in any way, you you're grabbing onto what you can to pull him back and get away from. From the ball, so that your your guy can get to it. But it was a good victory for, for the Patriots. Uh, I'm sure they're going to have more close ones like they they did against Carolina. But you know, Carolina for a team that was supposed to be extremely good, they looked horrible yesterday. And and a lot of teams looked horrible. Look at look at what happened to Buffalo. Buffalo couldn't even score a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Uh, Buffalo lost to arguably the worst team in football. You're right. The Jacksonville Jaguars. It was, right. I mean, they were really buried, the Jaguars were buried in the dirt. Uh, with all the Urban Meyer stuff, with, with Trevor Lawrence, you know, supposedly supposed to be the, you know, the next best thing. I shut that down immediately during the summer. I told you all, he's not going to be the next, by, you know, best thing. Um, so, anyways, I, you know, I, I, to, I told you all that. John from Butter what's going on? What's up, Harrison? How you doing,
3: buddy?
1: Good. How are you?
3: Good, Harrison. I hope people aren't getting too excited. I mean, we were, that wasn't really a good team yesterday that we beat. That no, Sam Donald. Sam Donald is horrible.
1: We should have beaten them. We should have beaten them.
3: I, I know we should have. Um, Matt Jones really didn't have to do much. Um, but I say that. But you, you know, you're also going to remember. You know, the games that they, they did lose lose were you know were very close games. You know, to a couple good teams. Um, you know, especially Tampa Bay, but their defense is coming along and that's probably what's going to win them games in the long run, because I I mean, they don't have Tom Brady. So you can't, you're not going to sling the ball around the field. You're going to have to win, you know, kind of low scoring games, um, good defense, you know, with good special teams and you can't make bonehead mistakes, which they did kind of in the first few games.
1: Right. Yeah, you know, I, I I agree with you. I think the defense is coming along and, and like, you know, history says and, and proves itself is, you know, the Patriots get better and better as the season goes on. Uh, and I think that's just what we're seeing here. And I think, you know, you know, I consider the Bills uh, and the Tennessee Titans a, a very, well, you know, they're, they're pretty good teams, right? So if we can, if we can win, you know, against these teams that aren't so good, that are kind of mediocre, then I think that gives us the possibility to possibly beating these better teams like the Titans, like the Bills. I think the Titans have dropped off significantly as well, too, uh, because they lost Derrick Henry. So, you know, really the Bills, I'm really looking at the next game that that's going to be tough. That should be tough for us. Everything else I think we should win.
3: Well, Harrison, you know what? You say, you know, they dropped off. I don't know if they dropped off. They played a pretty good team last night and won. They, they lost a very good player. But, you know, good coaches will take something like that and use it as a rally cry and actually use it as a positive. So, I mean, if you watch that game last night, they shut down a very, you know, a very good offense. They shut it down. You know, um, they, they, you know, they played a real good game last night, and they just, they, they, they want to, they want a tough, tough game. They, they shut down that, that high, 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 high-powering offense. And, um, you know, they did, they, obviously Derrick Henry's, you know, probably the top back in the league, and they definitely do drop off, but I wouldn't count them out yet either.
1: To come back, or just the Titans? Uh, to count the Titans I would, out?
3: I wouldn't count the Titans out at all. They're still a contender in the AFC. I think that you know, I think that they could still go to the Super Bowl, or you know, that you know, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. I think, and I just think that you know, they're gonna they're gonna be a contender in the AFC, with, even without Derrick Henry. I really believe that. And, and when when they lost him, I was like, yeah they uh, you know, they may be in trouble. Um, but you know, so, I, I
1: don't know. so you so you didn't that. think it was that big of a loss. Um,
3: oh, I think it's a big loss. I think they're a lot better with them. Right. But I don't think I, I wouldn't count. I wouldn't say it's a huge drop off. Okay. I, I just wouldn't count them out. I, I, it is a drop off. Yeah. But I still think that they can win. Okay. That's a, that, that, that's what I think. But it, it, it's going to be the Bills and the Titans. Obviously, they get a couple couple games. They they get the Titans. Honestly, they got Cleveland coming up this. This weekend, which is going, they're playing real well. So you know they got a they they got a cup a, a few tough games going uh, coming up. I just don't want to base this team based on the Carolina uh, Panthers. I want to base it you know against some you know formidable uh, opponents and see how they. See how so they I
1: agree. It, you know? So I agree with you on that. And 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 I base this stuff off of okay. How do we play against the Cowboys? They're a really good team. We took them into overtime. Uh, you know, yeah. we played the Buccaneers, defending Super Bowl champions. We played really good against them. The only game that we really got blown out of, and we didn't really have a chance of, was that Saints game. But besides that, everything else was was close and 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 winnable games that I, I would argue games that that we should have won. Um, and and it's something in my head that says, okay, we can we can compete with the best contenders of this league if if we bring it all we have and what we and what we got. So,
3: so one, thing, one thing that you did say that I completely agree with is as the season goes on, the Patriots have – there's been a history of them getting better. Their offensive line is getting more healthy. Um, I, I agree with you on that, and that's kind of something they got going for them. I mean, you know, they did play the Carolina Panthers, it was Sam Donald, but they did shut them down, and they did win the game pretty handedly. And, um, you know, I'm kind of excited to watch the rest of the season, to be honest with you. I
1: I agree with you. Let me just get your uh, take on this. Uh, you know, whole calling Mac Jones a dirty player because of uh, grabbing uh, Burns' uh, ankle.
3: Um, I don't really pay too much attention to that stuff. But these guys, they, they all want to run their mouths. Uh, no, I don't. I, I just I, I don't pay too much attention to it. Yeah. Stuff happens on the football field, and uh, it's a lot of it's heat of the moment. I mean, some of the some of the nicest guys in the world have one moment where they just, you know, they'll they'll do something that's questionably dirty. I, I just I don't pay too much attention to it. Yeah, I, I think the media stirs it up more than anything. So I agree. That's how I feel about that.
1: All right. Anything else? How about this? Uh, ben Ben Simmons to the Celtics?
3: Uh, I, I, yeah. we we'll, we'll we'll see about that. Again, the, the media likes to stir everything up. Um, I'm just. I'm just. I want to see the Celtics, you know, start playing better and and, and winning some games. And see, you know, they, they, these players, they got the coach that they want, so they got to, uh, you know, they they, they got to, they got to play for them. They got to win. So it, it kind of seems like it's like the old '86 uh, Red Sox. Or, there was one Red Sox team. They said they had 30 players and 30 different calves when they went play. So <laughs> it seems like it's that type of team. So yep. I like to see them all get along and. In, in, play together and and win together that'd be
1: nice i agree i'm with you
3: all right harrison off to work buddy thanks for taking my call
1: all right my man all the time
3: i'll see you all
1: right so there's uh john from uh butter bing as always go down to butter bing in the middle of Methuen and get the harry special buffalo chicken dip buffalo tenders and mozzarella sticks i'm telling you you can't go wrong let's go to derwin derwin what's going on
4: Harrison, my friend, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm fantastic. How are you?
4: You know, I'm living. You know, I'm living the dream. Hey, listen, we're gonna take some credit, Bostonians, for this Braves World Series because if you remember, they originated in Boston. Boston at one time was like New York. They had the Boston Red Sox and the and the Boston Braves at one time. So, gotta take some credit for it. They're gonna have some pride in the World Series, you know. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead in lead into my to um to this because I was thinking an awful lot about these contracts, everything else that are coming in here. And yep. I don't see the Red Sox spending any more than twenty five million a year on a player if that. And I and I'm going back to the to the to the Braves in the nineties, how competitive they were. Granted they only won one World Series. They were they were you know, they went to many, many World Series, but I'm just going down the list quickly of their roster. Greg Maddox was in a trade. Tom Glavin, homegrown. John Smoltz, I don't know if you remember this, but John Smoltz was traded for a guy named Doyle Alexander. When he was with the Tigers, you know, for a need there. Then you had guys like Steve Avery, Jeff Blauser, Rafael Belliard, Ron Gant, Javi Lopez. All these guys were prospects. My point is that I think they're gonna to try to build within the system and then they'll just get plug holes in like they did with Kyle Schwaber. And I think Robles Roblace was a good was a was a good pickup. He wasn't he wasn't great, but Austin Riley, Jerry's on him. They are not spending these crazy chaos. Like Carlos Correa. forget it. There was an article today. That I think I read on the Atlantic that said they should they should go all out for him. But first of all, you got bull there. Second of all, you don't they're not spending $30, dollars a year, you know. So I think I think we we as Boston fans we have got to get used to it. It's a Tampa Bay method. And right, Tampa Bay was a hundred win team. They ended up losing to the Red Sox, but they lost their two best pitchers to injury. And I think if they had them, it'd be a different story, you know. But this is a, this is the the new way they're doing they're doing baseball. You know? So I think they were doing in the 90s. They were doing Moneyball before actually Moneyball was invented because this is just how they did it. I just want your take on that. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, you know, I, 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 I you know, it, it is, it is in, something interesting, I guess, to think about. I, I guess I'd agree with you that we're not gonna, that we probably won't spend the money. I, I can't see us spending the money on one, on you know, one particular guy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I hope that answered your question somewhat.
4: And, yeah, no, it did. Because I, I, think, that, I think the one thing that drives— and one of the reasons why I think Charrington and Dombrowski aren't the GMs anymore. Theo did this to some degree, but it was because of the contracts that John Henry had to pay. I mean, it dry, nothing more drives an owner more crazy than when they have to pay for a guy on the payroll that's not even with the team anymore. Right. What I'm thinking is, is David. You know, well, David Price. They. You know, they, they. I think they gave him a little bit there. But Pablo Sandoval was one. You know, when when offensively we stunk in Sherrington. I think it was 2015. Just had to go out and just sign him and Henry well, Ramirez. Well, I think we're still you know,
1: pa- it, we're still aren't we still paying Dustin Pedroia?
4: I think so. Right. Well, yeah, you know, baseball, baseball money's guaranteed. I think there. So I think right. We are, I think they look at it a little differently because he's still with the organization. He's not, you know, playing for like Sandoval when he was with the Giants or Price with the Dodgers. But I, I think right. we, we've come clean on the pricing. That's yep. going to get a lot of prospects there. But but I, 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 don't, I think that's a reason why. I think we're going to have to wait for these guys to develop. There's Tristan Cassis, Max Meyer, who was uh, went four to the Red Sox but should have been the number one pick in the draft. Um, you know, you get got this Nick York kid, Blaze Jordan. Jared Duran. These are the guys that are going to be around. I think for a while. I hate to say it. I don't see Bogarts and Devers being on this team unless they switch. I think Bogart's going to be gone probably. In a, a, you know, next year. I don't think they're going to sign him. Devers. They may move to a DH role. Who knows? But I just. It, it's just. That's just the future. I think for this team.
1: Hasn't Bogarts come out and said though that he wants to retire as a Red Sox?
4: Uh, oh, absolutely, has. But I don't. But but he's making twenty-five million this year, and unless he. Takes a home-down discount. I don't see him staying here. I want him to stay. Right. Believe me, I do. Yeah. But it's either going to have to be he might have to just switch positions, go back to third, like he did in 2013 when he's with the World Series, or you know he's going to have to play somewhere else. I don't want. Believe me, listen. I'm not advocating that he should go. Right. I'm just saying that they're not going to. You know, maybe he gets a little bit bumped in salary, but and hopefully that'll they'll he'll start a trend there, like like they used to happen. You know, we you, you give them people a hometown discount, so. I, I don't want him to go. I don't. I just don't. You know, it's just we're in this now where the Houston Astros are going to look totally different next year. You know, because they're losing. You know, Guriel. Um, I mean, I think I think Correa is going to be with the with the with the Yankees next year. Somebody somebody is between the, between between him, Corey Seager, and Trevor Story. One of those three is going to be with the Yankees next year. You know, so but again, we're just kind of going to, not going to make a big splash like that. I don't think that's my opinion. Anyway, and Patriots, good win for them yesterday. By the way, Mac Jones was not intentionally trying to hurt that guy. I believe him when he said that he was he was going for the tackle. He thought he had the ball. So you yeah. know, and and I'm looking forward to it. I, I you know he said today, they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. Let's not do that yet. I know I made a prediction that they would, but you know, let's um let's see how this plays out. But but it's gonna be a wild ride, so I'm 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 along for it. So Harrison, good to talk to you, buddy.
1: All right, thanks, Derwin. All right, so there's uh, uh, Derwin uh, for you. Here we are, halfway uh, through the show. Here, five thirty on this uh, November eighth, Monday. Here uh, on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio. Uh, coming you live from Methuen Community Studios, if you want to call in, 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. have 30 minutes left to do so, so feel free to fill up these phone lines. With that, let's go to Matt in Rhode Island. Matt, what's going on, my man?
2: Hey, Harrison, how are you?
1: I'm doing well.
0: Uh, listen, I want to get into the Ben Simmons thing. Um, yeah, I absolutely,
1: positively hate it. Every really? Everything about it. You yeah. uh, you don't want it to happen. No, I do not. Okay, and I'll
0: tell you a couple of reasons why. Yeah. Um, one is because <clears throat> you can argue that Jalen Brown has been <clears throat> the strongest player for the Celtics to open the season. Um, it's been documented that Tatum struggled out of the gate. Yeah. Um, he had a, he had a good game against Dallas a couple nights ago, but besides that, he's been really really off and it's i don't know if it has to do with the marcus smart comments that we got all fired up about last week yeah something's going on with him i don't know what's going on yeah and brown has been it's been documented that he's been inconsistent as well but he's been better than tatum has and and if you look at what ben simmons is going through i mean i I don't know what's going on with him I, i i feel for the guy i know he's got some stuff going on with mental health and some back stuff but I mean, I don't know if he fits this, like the like the system. I mean, I know I know he's a good player. I'm, I'm trying nothing against his. He's great in transition. He's great passing. But when if if you're gonna pair him, so
2: if you're gonna pair
0: him with Tatum, right? Because you're gonna end up trading Brown for him because they, they whatever their GM said so they're gonna have to include Brown. Right. So if you end up pairing him with Tatum, to, Simmons cannot score like Jay, that, that, like Jalen Brown can, and we've seen. From the opening season, opening couple games of the season, where they've struggled that secondary scoring outside of Brown and Tatum, and that's why they've lost games. And I, I think, listen, if you can get Ben Simmons somehow without giving up Brown or Tatum, then absolutely we're having a different conversation. I think it's a, I think he'd be great for the team, being because he'd be able to facilitate for Brown and Tatum and not having to have the load of scoring. But if if he comes and Browns goes, then the immediate expectation for him is. Hey, I'm gonna have to score now and or you're gonna have to score now and you're gonna have to put up twenty five a game, which he's not doing that. He's gonna put up maybe fifteen a game and have ten assists, which would be great if we have Brown and Tatum still and then rebounding right. numbers would be good as well. But I, I don't see the if you're giving up
1: Brown. Well so here and here's the other thing too, is Simmons is gonna be rusty. He he has not exactly. uh you know, he hasn't he hasn't played, he hasn't touched a ball since last year. He didn't take uh right. You know he didn't take part in any of the offseason workouts right, um, right. you know and, I, I don't know like if he's doing said, things on his own but you know he has to still somewhat be rusty
0: yeah and, and like you said with in a previous call with giving up smart form among obviously other pieces I think that would be ideal because he's a much 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 better playmaker than Marcus Smart is and he knows he, he doesn't even want to shoot threes to begin with, Ben <laughs> Simmons. So that would be a plus right there, because then you have Marcus Smart hooking up threes. Not the whole different conversation, but right. Um, I mean, I I think it all comes down to getting away, getting for finding a way to not give up Brown and Tatum. And I feel like we're always having this conversation, right? I feel like it's always finding that third star to pair with those two. But I just right. I don't know if it's possible nowadays in this NBA nowadays.
1: I just, Matt, it seems like I've been saying this, or and you and I both have probably been saying this every week, is that we have too many of, of I guys. We don't have enough team guys. I, I, I just don't, I we need to fix that somehow. Like, I, I think that's our main goal. I, I think that's what we need to focus on. You know, at the start of a season, is that what we focus on? I, I don't know, probably not, but... I mean, I'm just very concerned for this team, where this team might go yep. if you have guys like Marcus Smart so concerned about uh, hucking up a three uh, and stuff like that. You know, I I just it's just not promising, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, and I, I see what you're saying there. And they had a good week this week, actually beating Miami, who's arguably the number one team in the league right now. They held them to 78 points. That was a fantastic win for them. And then they come back right. against a tough Dallas team. <clears throat> they come back against a tough Dallas team, and Luby Doncic. It's a crazy three to win the game. Um, so that was tough there. But of, of course, if you you can guess who the probably what what happened was Marcus Smart fouls intentionally, not knowing the score and how many fouls to give when they basically gave the Mavericks another possession because it turned the shot clock off I feel and like that's I feel
1: like good. that's middle school stuff like heads-up basketball I mean, having to know how much times on the clock how many fouls you have to give et cetera. I, I mean yeah this I mean, is like middle it school it stuff you're 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 a, a professional saying. basketball player why is this coming yeah. up
0: it's the same conversation we're having every single week around yeah. smart. It's you, you cannot believe the things that he's doing out there. You, you just can't, people seem to just not be able to get away from him. I understand he's a good defender, but it comes to a point where like, what what's the trade off? Like you're losing games because of him at some points. And right. it, I don't know. It, it, it's crazy to me to think about it, but um, I think, and then Jalen Brown's going to be out for another one to two weeks now. That came out today, which is going to be even more damaging, obviously. So and they're already four and six to begin with now. So and they got a couple hard games coming up at Milwaukee and then, who knew Cleveland is going to be seven and four out of the gate? Um, so that that ends up being a tough game there. But I mean, I, you're right. It's not looking promising. I mean, even though they had a good week. I mean, you see, you're right. Every single conversation we have around this team is it's a bunch of individuals that are trying to get it going, but it 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 doesn't work if they're not all bought in. And it doesn't seem like Marcus Smart's bought in.
1: You know and this is why I, I, I know you don't like the, the, the Ben Simmons trade. I, I know you don't like Ben Simmons coming in here. Yeah. But I just like if we could, right? If we could get rid of Marcus yeah. Smart and have Ben Simmons come in, mm-hmm. I, I Oh for sure. I don't know. For sure. It, maybe it's just me being too happy and being too quick about wanting to get rid of Marcus Smart because I want to get rid of Marcus yeah. Smart. I think he's a cancer in the locker room. I think he's like a yeah. Rajon Rondo. Like yeah. get it, get him out. Get him out. Yeah, I, I you know, so I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I just don't know. And the only
0: concern that I would bring up, if if he does bring in Ben Simmons, is that is he going to be another rock locker room problem? Because it's proven that he has been with Philly the past couple. I mean, at least last year. Um. So I mean, I, I don't know. There, it's a bunch of unknown. But I, you, you, you'd be naive not to at least entertain the fact if Marcus Smart gets out of here and you can keep Brown and Tatum. You would be naive not to be able to entertain that.
1: Be fantastic. Um, and and do you think, and, and, you know, what do you think about this, you know, about the whole fact of Ben Simmons coming to the Celtics? Because, uh, you know, Emei e- Odoka is, you know, has a past relationship, obviously, right. uh, coach for the 76ers and has that relationship, probably has a good relationship uh, with Ben Simmons. So, I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it, it, you're right. It, it only could be a good thing, right, when you have a guy who who has coached him in the past and is it seems to be a good relationship that he's had. I mean, every, everywhere that Udoka has coached, people seem to like him. I mean, Brown and Tatum wanted him here, and they only coached him, and the, they only coached Brown and the uh, – or, excuse me, Tatum in the uh, Olympics for Team USA. So he was only with him for a summer, and Tatum immediately wanted him here. So I mean right he does have a reputation around the league that it seems like whoever he is, people like to play for him
2: so so do you I, think I, I do this like-
1: so do you think? If Ben Simmons comes here, Ben Simmons pops out of his whatever, because it is, I will say this, all these players, right, it seems like ever after, you know, Tom Brady uh, got traded, right, and Tom Brady kind of did his own thing, all these players are saying, oh, I can go wherever I want, and I can win a championship, and blah, ba I'm not, you know, I don't have to be, you know, loyal to one team, I can go around to wherever I want, Um yeah. A lot of these players, they'll they'll make this big stink about not being happy somewhere, and then they get traded, and then they are happy, and you don't hear about it anymore. You know, do you think Ben Simmons just comes here, he's happy with uh, Ime Udoka, the Celtics organization, and you know we don't hear about it again, and he's a positive?
0: No, it's a good point, and it's a fair point. I think I think that it's definitely something that could happen. I, I think he's trying so hard to get out of. I mean, you kind of saw it, it's kind of an unrelated example, but you kind of saw with the Jack Eichel situation with Vegas when he got traded from Buffalo. He was so mad there, and now he just got traded, and now he's already having the surgery, and that's a whole other thing. But he's already so happy, already posted on social media. So it definitely is a real thing where he could easily come here and turn into the Ben Simmons of old and be a really good team player like he has been up until last year. And, I mean, with with Coach Udoko. So, I mean, it's definitely an interesting dynamic if it does happen, which I would be shocked if it does, but if it actually does happen, then I would be, I, I mean, you, you have no choice in self-expanding to be optimistic about it and have to be accepting and hope that it works out. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't think if he actually does come here that in a self the right mind could be like, Nope, we don't want him here. I still don't want him here. Therefore we're not going to root for him. Like you have to root for him if he comes here. Right. So I mean, yeah, I, I think, I think if, if all the pieces work out and you can keep Brown and Tatum, then I'd i be for it. And I've said that I, I think I would right. be for it. But if, if they have to include Brown, then I don't think you should do it.
1: Okay. Interesting. Interesting take. Even with Brown being out right now? Yeah. I mean, pos- only, possibly leading to more things?
2: Yeah. I mean, if,
0: if it was a lingering issue where if it was like... On uh, like a serious knee problem, where people like like a Kemba Walker situation, like yep. that. If, if it was one of those like knee situations where they wanted to dump his contract or something, then then that's another situation. But I think it's only like a slight hamstring strain that he has, so I think right now you still you still ride the course. But a, again, we we can have this conversation down the road where if we're just past maybe closer to the trade deadline and this team's like ten games under five hundred and Browns playing not to his potential, then we're having a different conversation. But I think Brown is averaging at least in the top ten right now in the NBA in scoring. I think he's averaging close to 27 a game. Um, so I think, I think right now, this current moment, you stay the course. But I, I, you're, I can't rule out down the road. You can't rule out anything down the road with this team. You've seen how much the roster has fluctuated over the years. So
1: yeah, absolutely. But right
0: now, I would say if you keep, if you can't, if you can't, um,
1: keep Brown. Like don't do it, it.
0: Yeah. Right. Right, so we'll see about that. And then, just quickly on the Mac Jones situation, that is such bullcrap. I'm sorry, that I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand the guy being upset because it was he grabbed his leg or whatever. And did he get hurt? I didn't even see if he got hurt. I just I thought he was just mad that he grabbed his leg. Did the guy end up getting hurt? The guy he,
1: he did limp off. I you know I don't know how big the injury is, um, but yeah, like I you know I saw the
0: little clip. And I mean, I guess it looked like a genuine play that he was looking for the ball. I mean,
1: well, it looked like he was tackling the guy.
0: Right. Right. So I mean, I don't know. I think that's just the previous caller said it too. It's just, guys, the media perpetuating it to bigger, and then the guys just jumping on it. And it's, just, I don't think anything will happen if it does, and that's just a travesty. But um, I'm excited for this weekend with the Browns coming in. They looked really, really good last week or yesterday against the Bengals, and so be a really good game to see, playing against, playing against quality competition, so that will be exciting.
1: Yeah, it'll we'll be good. Matt, last thing, because I know you uh, you want to hit on uh, college basketball. I know the uh, yeah. Bryant Bulldogs are back in action tomorrow night. My uh, Merrimack Warriors are back in action tomorrow night. We're, I don't know yeah. if you uh, caught the beginning of the show, but uh, yep. they're actually doing it uh, in the hockey rink, um, and they, they bought a special floor to put over the uh, – yep. The, the ice rink and and the game's gonna be uh, in the hockey rink. So I think that's uh, pretty cool that I mean that brings fans and students uh, to the game just in itself. Uh, but yep. enough of me talking uh, you know, talk to me about your bulldogs uh, down there in uh, in Smithfield, Rhode Island.
0: Yeah, so they have a they they're opening up against Fisher College tomorrow night. Um, they got their I don't know what um, should be
1: or, should be an easy win.
0: It should be a very okay. easy win, um, but I mean, the buzz around campus is really, I've, I've said this multiple times, it's, it's a different buzz with in in this program. Um, the coach is doing a really good job, like I said last week, um, they having that free Daytona trip offered. Um, the student section is going to be a big uh, key for us. We think it's going to be pretty big tomorrow night. Um, for the over 21 students, they're offering beer now, which has never been a thing here before, um, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and then just the overall buzz around the program Um, it's it's really good they did a storm the dorm event last night where all the guys from the team went around each dorm and gave out free pizza
1: oh awesome
0: um, to kind of get the buzz going so it's it's exciting and then Friday night they're uh, playing at URI and uh, me and my couple of my friends are gonna go down there and watch them play there too
1: well it's close Um, and I mean what is it 20 minutes
0: yeah, it's about thirty minutes from us. 30, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's not that far. At it's all. close. Yeah, and, and I think that'll be a really good test because that'll be the first good program that we play. Um, so I mean, I think I, I think the first um, bracketology, if you will, for the tournament all the way in March came out today, and they had Bryant coming out of the NEC to get the automatic bid. So that was exciting to see, but. But we're just excited for the uh, for the season in college sports. Like we said multiple times, there's nothing like fans in the stands when you're in college um, watching your favorite college team play. Um, so it'll be really cool there. But I, I didn't realize about the Merrimack's, um the court. That's really cool. I mean, I don't think yeah that, that probably has never been done before, has it?
1: Uh, I'm sure it has been. I'm uh, I'm uh, not at Merrimack, but I'm sure it has been. Right, uh, right, that's what I mean. Right. before. Um, so, yeah, yeah cool, we don't really know if we own like I I don't know the specifics of it like if we own the, this this court or if we're renting it or or what the deal is, but it's definitely it's definitely a cool thing and I mean it's you know definitely can fit um you know more people uh you know in the hockey arena than you would be able to um you know in the basketball uh arena. So yeah, it should. Be. It's it's fun. I mean, just the hype of playing in the in the hockey uh, rank is right. brings the hype. Never mind that it's the first game, right. uh, first time with fans back. You know, you yeah. and I talk about right. this a lot. You know, we we haven't uh, we haven't been in the in the crowd since you know two years ago. So first time that the crowds back, it's a big deal. So there should be a lot of hype around it and. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I I'll say this: yeah. I don't think that there's enough. I don't think there's uh, as much uh, involvement, if you will, between the uh, between the team and the and the in the school as much as Bryant is doing. Bryant's doing a lot of that, and that uh, I I can tell you from experience that that brings a lot of success. Uh, you'll agree with me when I say this: that back uh, when you and I were at. Uh, or not when we were at Central Catholic, but when we when we before we went to Central Catholic, uh, right. back in the Jimmy Zenovich and Tyler Nelson and uh, Carson Derosia's days. days, the good old days when when that team was popping, um, you know, teachers will always say the reason why so many students went to the games was because the players were friendly, the players engaged with the students, and everybody wanted to be around them, and so this it seems like a very similar. Uh, team to that, uh, then as what you're go- what you have going on uh, there at Bryant. So I'm happy for you. It seems like it, it's going to be a fun time, and that it should be a great environment all year. And 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 I really hope that for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I mean, it's all I could really hope for for my senior year of college, right? Just have a team that has a chance to make it to the NCAA tournament. That'd be a <laughs> absolutely thing um but yeah like you said the players are really into it they're really bought into the program they really embrace the student body and it's more than just athletics here which is really good to see and they're playing a bunch of big number big name schools as well they're playing houston the final four team uh from last year this upcoming year so uh, a lot of good competition a lot of good games and i'm just excited for the upcoming season and i'm sure we'll have a couple friendly wagers on the game coming up in uh, january and february when we come down to north Andover.
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: Yeah, all right. Well, thank you for taking my call. Great show, as always, and I'll be sure to listen to the rest
1: of the show. All right. Thanks for calling in, Matt. All
2: right. Talk to you
1: later. All right. So there's uh, Matt from Rhode Island for you, uh, talking basically everything. Uh, Got some college basketball in there, some Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics. Uh, Twelve minutes left here on the show on this Monday, November 8th. Call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. You're listening to the sports talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio. So we've hit uh we hit all topics here today. We've hit uh, we've hit a little bit about the Bruins. I will add one more thing uh about the Bruins and, that, and the fact that Tuka Rask, free agent Tuka Rask, was uh out on the ice today uh after coming back from his uh hip surgery. So that's uh, something to start thinking about. Uh seeing what the Bruins uh, might possibly uh, do as far as that is concerned. Uh, Roger in Salem, what's going on?
5: Well, how are you, Harrison?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
5: Well, you, you've hit everything uh, going on. I, as far as the uh, the Jones uh, incident, I mean, take him at his word. He thought the guy had the ball. He tried to tackle him. I mean, with, yeah. you know... You've seen worse, much worse, um, you know, by by others, obviously, but uh, you just got to take the guy at his word. Yeah. Um, I if, mean, if it was something that, you know, this guy is constantly, uh, you know, going after the opposition, that's one thing, but this is, he's on the ground. He got, he got strip sacked and, and what do you expect? He's going to try to, if he, if he doesn't see actually where the ball is, He's going to reach out for something that he thinks where the ball might have gone.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think any, any uh, smart quarterback would have done that. I think Tom Brady would have done that. And by the way, people would have been saying the same exact thing, whether it's Mac Jones or Tom Brady, because at the end of the day, everybody is haters. Everybody hates us, New right. England, the Patriots. Right. They don't like us because we win, 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 win. So, um, you know, I know this past two years haven't been too much of it, but, you know, uh, we're working back towards it, I believe, and at the end of the day, everybody hates us because we're New England.
5: Well, agreed, but guess what? We're from New England, so. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, the, the other thing was this Bogart's uh, situation that you touched on. I heard or read that he's not going to give the hometown discount when his contract runs out in... 20- hmm.
1: Well, I think I just uh lost uh Roger there in uh in Salem. So if you want to call in 978-301-6877 978-301-6877. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase. I think I, I think I'll finish what he was going to say is basically that he read or heard that uh, Bogarts doesn't want to take the hometown discount. Um can Correct me if I am wrong, but so we'll see what happens as far as the Xander Bogarts, uh, you know, is is uh, is concerned. So, anyways, have about nine minutes left here on the show on this Monday, November eighth. You can call in nine seven eight three zero one six eight seven seven. That's nine seven eight three zero one six eight seven seven. You are listening to Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming live from the Community Studios. So anyways, uh, you know, coming up in the in the next uh, week or so that we can uh, be uh, looking forward to is the the Patriots playing the Browns this Sunday at, uh, at one o'clock. Uh, Thursday night football this week the Ravens are taking on uh, the Dolphins and of course uh, tonight on uh, Monday Night Football the Chicago Bears uh, will be taking on the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers so that should be uh, an interesting uh, interesting game I guess if you will um, moving away from that though the uh, the uh, well with that uh, let me go to Bill from the car Bill what's going on Harrison yes
6: great job with the show
1: thank you how are you
6: good good I just wanted to pick your brain on this upcoming Sunday's matchup with the Patriots and the Cleveland Browns what do you what do you think our chances are here the Browns uh, looked pretty good yesterday
1: yeah the brown you know the Browns did look good yesterday but the question is you know how good are the Bengals you know I mean yeah, I think the I think Bengals they, are pretty good you know,
6: Team. They're both, yeah.
1: you know, if if you look at it now, they're both even. They're both, the Cincinnati, the Bengals are 5-4 and four and the Browns are 5-4 and four now. So, it should be an interesting game. I, I think we should be able to beat them. I do. I really do. Not only that, but we have such positive and, and motivation drive coming into this game. We're coming off of a three-game winning streak. We beat the Jets. We beat the Chargers, which was a huge win. We beat the Panthers. And now, you know, I, I really do. I, you know I, I, you know, people say I'm crazy, but I really like uh, our path moving forward after having all this all these positive wins happening and, and motivation. I know you're a big uh, posit- positive guy, Bill, and, and you look for motivation and uh, goals and stuff. And, and I think the Patriots couldn't be in a better mindset uh, than, than where they are now going into this Browns game.
6: They definitely have some momentum going, which is great, and they they do seem like they're um, they're playing well. J.C. Jackson looked awesome yesterday for only—I don't even think he practiced last week—and uh, he he looked great. The defense is really coming on, so yeah, no, I'm definitely um, I'm bullish on the path. I I agree. I think we can uh, we can win this game, uh, but the NFL in general yesterday, I tell you, the, the Bills losing.
1: The Bills lost um, yeah, to the Jaguars. I, I,
6: I, I don't like. I, it's it's hard to understand the NFL, and and then, you know the the Chiefs barely squeaking by a, a Packers team without without Rogers. Yeah. Um. There was just a bunch of games yesterday that I'm like I couldn't figure out, and you know I hope we we don't fall victim to just you know playing a you know getting into a bad streak like that or having a bad game. I think we hopefully our bad games like Miami and New Orleans, those are behind us. And hopefully we, I hope like, so like you said, yeah. I hope so.
1: And and I said this in the going. beginning of the show, uh, you know, if you look at history and, and everything like that, the Patriots have gotten better as every you know, each week, right? And so as the season progresses, we get better each game. So, um so yeah, I you know I'm I'm very. If
6: the season ended today, we would be a wild card team.
1: Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm very positive. I'm very positive right now. I like where New England's at. I don't think we could be. I mean, we couldn't be at a better place right now. We're we're very. You know, we're coming off of three wins. And, and seriously, I'm serious when I say this. If we keep, if we keep beating these teams. You know, if we beat the Browns and the Falcons, I say the Titans are in in are, are in are in our reaching and and the Bills. Yep. I mean seriously I think no,
6: we, we get some we got like, some good stuff uh, I like where we're floor. at.
1: I like where we're at.
6: Yep, agreed, agreed. And and in one note, um, isn't it interesting with all the injuries in the NFL with these quarterbacks and all these teams? you know going to their backups that mr. cam Newton hasn't received a phone call yet
1: it is it is. well I don't want to say that he hasn't received a phone call but he hasn't been hired anywhere right you know
6: right. I'm surprised nobody's signed him and you know it was such a shock that we cut him and then and now where there's a lot of opportunity nobody really wants any piece of him and um I just find that very interesting that, that I don't think any team really wants to get really involved with his whole persona and his whole act. And I think that's probably have, has hurt him more than than anything, you know, just as just as much, of you know, than any of his abilities on the field.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I so. Yeah. And it was also rumored that he got vaccinated. So I, you know, but yep. then, but then that hurts that, who he yep. is because now he's trying. You know, he's trying to be Cam Newton. He's trying to be be the one that doesn't get vaccinated for whatever reason. And now everything that he was saying, everything that he believes in, is all thrown in the trash because he suffered into the pressure and and, and got vaccinated. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's not a good look on him.
6: Yeah, well, if he thought it was you know, getting a job, you know, in the NFL, then, you know, he probably, it's just like, you know, not to get political, but, you know, it's just like a lot of these other companies out there that are making it mandatory for, you know, their employees to get vaccinated, even though it is not mandatory in the NFL, but just, I think teams view it as a, you know, more in a positive light. No, but absolutely. Anyways,
1: and and even, you, you know, good, I...
6: Great work, Harrison. Yeah. And I am looking forward to the Pats Browns this this weekend, and uh, hopefully we can keep it keep it rolling.
1: Absolutely, thanks for calling in, Bill. Okay. Okay, so there's uh, there's Bill from the car uh, for you with uh, a few uh few Patriots points uh, with the Browns game uh, coming up this week. Uh, you know, Bill brought up uh, political things, COVID. Just stirring off of this real quick, I guess, to wrap up the show, is uh, a big conversation happening around this Aaron uh, Rodgers uh, testing positive is basically he he considers himself uh, you know immune because he's had other uh, shots, if you will, other ways to avoid the virus that he believes in without getting the vaccina- actual uh, COVID vaccination. Um, so a lot of people are not, in aaron Rodgers's uh, uh favor they're they're kind of going against him a lot uh and it's also then again a split decision you know some people are supporting him some people are not but look at him now now he has it so it's kind of coming back uh to bite him if you will so anyways uh exciting week uh exciting week to say the least though uh coming up patriots uh versus uh the browns uh, on uh, on on Sunday at uh, 1 o'clock. Well, that's going to do it for me today here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase uh, on Merrimack Valley Public Radio coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios on this Monday, November 8th. As always, I'd like to thank everyone for listening and calling in uh, to the show. It, it would not be possible without all of you. So thank you. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you next Monday on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase.
0: You've been listening to The Sports Talk with Harrison
2: Chase, Mondays at 5, only on Methuen Community Studios.